attention architects, and creative minds. Get ready to supercharge your brand with Build Your Brand, the podcast that's unlocking the secrets of branding success for creatives. Hey there, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my friend, architect marketing expert, Jeff Eccles at Build Your Brand Podcast, where he explores the captivating stories of the world's top brands and transforms their lessons into powerful moves for small firm architects and creatives like you. In season one, Jeff shares the thrilling tale of Southwest Airlines, where he dissects their journey to the summit and distills it into strategies tailor-made for you. It's important to keep in mind that companies like Southwest compete in the real world, just like you, and face real-world challenges, just like you. You might be surprised at how similar those challenges are to the struggles that you grapple with on a day-to-day basis. Don't miss out on your blueprint for success. Subscribe, tune in, and let's build your brand together. You may have noticed that the very best brands in the world are also known for having somewhat unique corporate cultures. That's often the glue that holds everything together when they encounter those rough spots. We don't do it because it inconveniences the passengers to whom we are primarily dedicated, the short haul uh, frequent flyer. Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Your Brand today. Remember, no matter the size, the journey's the same. Your brand's journey to the top starts here. All right, Entree Architect community, it's time for context and clarity. The reason that I come to you every day is so that we can find clarity around the things that matter most to you, the architect. And it doesn't matter if you're the employee of a firm, maybe you dream of starting your own firm. Maybe you even said 2021 is my year and you're on the runway to starting your own firm. Maybe you've had a firm for a year or 10 years or 20 years and you're starting to rethink, reimagine what your firm could or should be. All of the topics that we cover, one topic every day, fall under the broad umbrella of the business of architecture, and they are the need-to-know topics for the success of architects just like you. It's March 3rd, 2021, and this is episode 23 of the Context and Clarity podcast. When I record these episodes, my goal is to inspire you to start the thought process and maybe even to spur conversation. I really want to challenge you to think about and to explore these ideas further. And I want to do something to help you build a better, stronger practice. This week, we've been exploring what I think is a really important theme, the theme of your value mindset. And yesterday, we talked about what you should be charging for your work. I know plenty of architects will push back against the idea of value pricing. I get it. First of all, it's hard to figure out. Maybe for you, it's even harder to explain. But I'm also pretty sure that if you committed to having those conversations and coming to an agreement with your client based on value, and again, especially on an emotional value, that would change your firm. It would make the difficulty worth the trouble. After all, what's the value of 30 hours of work? 
a builder that constructed a few projects from my past life used to love to ask, how much does a bag of groceries cost? Kroger charges me based on the value of what's in the bag. So why don't you charge your clients based on the value of what you're helping them create? If you missed yesterday's episode, or if you want to dig deeper into this topic, here's what you need to do. First, go back and listen to episode 22. Second, go to the Entree Architect Community Facebook group and watch the recording of the live Context and Clarity conversation. It's about an hour long. There's well over 100 comments in there, and there's a lot of information to take in. Now, if you're not a fan of Facebook, that's okay. I'm not either. The only thing that I do on Facebook is host Context and Clarity, and sometimes I participate in the conversations that are going on inside the Entree Architect Community Facebook group. That's it. I even have an easy link that takes me straight to the group so that I don't have to see any other part of Facebook. If you're interested, the link is entrearchitect.com slash group. Super simple. It takes you right there. So think about joining the group and becoming part of those live conversations. Now, today at 4 p.m. Eastern, we'll continue our week-long theme of exploring your value mindset by thinking about how you communicate with your client and specifically how you create proposals that are so clear, there's no way that they won't sign it. How many times have you met with a prospective client, delivered a proposal to them within 24 hours that detailed everything that you talked about, and then they ghosted you? Or they came back and they wanted lots of explanation, or worse, wanted you to reduce your fee? That sounds like a pretty normal situation to me. That's frustrating, right? But whose fault is it if they don't understand your proposal. Before we get too far into this conversation, I want to encourage you to read Blair Inn's Win Without Pitching Manifesto. And I want you to pay particular attention to how he distinguishes between a proposal and an agreement. The last time you emailed a response to a prospective client within 24 hours, did you send them a proposal or did you send them an agreement? Leaning on Blair Inn's writing, I'm going to suggest that in your conversation with your prospective client, you need to dig down not only into what they think they need, but also what they value. You need to talk about money in that conversation. In short, you need to propose to them in the meeting not only what you're going to do to solve their problem, but also what you're going to charge them based on the result that they'll achieve once the project is complete. Is there a better time to clarify anything or everything than when you're meeting with the client? Send a piece of paper with a signature line and a summary of your conversation 24 hours later, leaving their interpretation and understanding of a detailed proposal up to an email that's devoid of any nuances will always be a recipe for questions and pushback. That's my opinion, but what's your best proposal clarifying advice? This is what we'll discuss today in our Context and Clarity conversation. If you want more of the Context and Clarity podcast delivered to you every weekday, 
Subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. And if you love content like this, check out Gable Media. It's the multimedia network for people that care about the built environment, and it's the home of context and clarity. With Gable's growing family of podcasts and video channels, I know you'll find something there that interests you. You can learn more at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. And if the topic of today's episode is of particular interest to you, and you'd like to dig deeper into it, then join me over on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern inside the Entree Architect Community Facebook group. If you're interested, the link is entrearchitect.com slash group. That's where every weekday at 4 p.m., I host Context and Clarity Conversations, and we take these topics, the topics that you hear about in this daily podcast episode, and we dig deeper. We have a conversation in real time to try to find more clarity around the things that matter most to you. So thanks for listening. I hope our time together has inspired you to think about your community and your practice and how you can support those around you. I'll be back here again tomorrow. And in the meantime, I hope you'll join me and the Entree Architect community on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern so we can help each other find more clarity around the topics that matter most, no matter what your context is. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that, (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success.